0: Thank y'all for the music and all of that. Let's go into the word really quickly. Let's go over to the book of um, James. And, you know, I'm learning to tell people, before I waste my time, you know, with all kind of stuff, like, look, you know, even in counseling sessions, are you going to do this? If you're not going to do this, I'll give you money, back. y'all can leave now. It's just a waste of time. We sit up and talk, we counsel, we preach, we teach, but y'all, implementation is what's lacking in our lives. That's really what it is. And we can gloss it over with a bunch of religious, ceremonial customs and habits, right? And we get, like, I'm just telling you. And then people, you know, they they get, y'all, I can't have the deadness around me, like, so my... My close leaders and stuff like that, they got to be excited about what we're doing, like all of that, all of that, y'all, because we we got to be fresh if we're trying to draw people and assimilate people and multiply who we are. Somebody say amen. amen. Is that true or not? Amen. Can everybody smile and look happy? Are you happy to be here? Are you happy God saved you? Amen. Come on, somebody. We got to get with it, right? So let's go to James chapter 1. Pastor, how do you be up all the time? Amen. You, you, you command your soul. You command your flesh. Somebody say amen. amen. Man, I'm hungry right now. I ain't eight since Amen. But we're we, we, we going to command our soul, right? Because we're doing what the fast say, right? Amen. How many amens on that? Amen. All right. So we're not eating out the six, right? Amen. Two amens on that. Amen. <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's go to twenty-two. What does it say? One twenty-two, James one twenty-two. What does it say? But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Say that again. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Myself. All right, right. So, so tell yourself, say, self. We're gonna be a doer of the word. And not just to hear only. Because when we don't do the word and we just listen, guess what the Bible says? We deceive ourselves. What did the Bible say would be a, a sign of the last days? Great deception. It didn't say where the great deception would come from. And a lot of it is in the church. And then, Jim, you, you put a demand on people to do something, people get mad. But what, what are you even here for? Somebody say, "Amen." Why are you here, though? Right? Because this relationship is what spiritual, right? Remember, we talked about how not to get church hurt. It's to always remember that the church is for spiritual stuff. Come on, somebody. I'm not. I'm not you. I'm not your used car salesman. I'm not your realtor. I'm not your. I'm, I'm not none of that. I'm not none of that. You know, somebody got mad because I wouldn't help them move one time, and let the let the married man help the single one move. No, we're not a moving company. That's what three men in the truck is for, right? You are, and your relationships in here. We're not using each other carnally. Somebody say, "Amen." amen. Come on, because most people can't handle that. No way. If people got a business. We're gonna. Do you have a DBA? Do you have a business license? Do you have checks with your name on with the name of your company on it? All right. We may let you do business at this church. Yeah. Amen. If if you know how to act. Somebody say amen. Yeah. I asked somebody other day. I said, you know why you do business? Because I'm a member. No, that's not why. Because there's a lot of people with businesses that we don't let do business. Somebody say amen. The only reason you can do business is because I think you're mature enough to handle it. And when I don't, you're not going to do business. Somebody say Amen. So the church ain't the place for you to come do business. Right? This is a spiritual environment. If you don't want to be spiritual, don't come to a spiritual environment. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, y'all, we got to get this in our spirit, y'all. We got to come to church with the idea that we're going to be doers of the word. And, y'all, we talked about it. There's more than me and Dr. Rogers. I'm not picking on nobody. I know Tia take notes. A lot of y'all take notes. Y'all, we'll sit there and take copious notes. Over and over, books and books of notes, and we're not doing nothing. I want you to take notes if you—if that's how you learn. But y'all, let's get in the habit of doing something. And those of y'all who are discipling people, hey, like them them guys we just said, hey, let's not wait for six months to take them out to go evangelize. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Teach them right now to be doers, high performers. People that bear fruit. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So, y'all, we're not here to have a month of prayer, learn about prayer, for you not to change nothing in your prayer life. If you're not willing to change, you're not going to change. Father, watch over them right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I give you benediction. You can go. And let me tell you what's, what's happening in this last day. And I want to tell you this now. The attack, the persecution comes for the what? For the word. Right. So if you're constantly sitting in this church, you know the truth that's coming forth in this church? You know the stuff that we talked about on 8 o'clock on Sunday? All that truth is coming out. And you refuse to let it affect you in any way. You shouldn't be here. Because You're going to be held accountable because now Satan can attack you because you know they got the word. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? So let's just sit on our heart that we're going to do the word and not deceive ourselves. Anybody game for that? You can jangle your keys to get up and go or whatever. You know, somebody did that at eight o'clock. Didn't didn't, didn't bother me at all. Did not. Because we know we're right. Somebody say amen. (laughs) All right. All right. Now, We're going to learn about prayer. We're going to learn what prayer is, and we're going to call this How to Get Your Prayers Answered 101, all right? And we're not going to be long tonight because we're going to do some demonstration on point, on on like one of my major points, all right? Number one, we're going to talk about what prayer is, what prayer isn't, okay? Number one, um, let's go to... Nah. Yeah, let's just go to 1 Timothy 2 and 1. That's a good place to start. 1 Timothy 2 and 1. Thank you, guys. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and the giving of thanks be made for all men. Now, some people say that this particular passage outlines many of the different types of prayer. Okay? Supplication, uh, prayers, prayers of petition is what usually what that's talking about when people say pray. You're praying for something specifically. And intercessions, right? you praying for someone else. Giving of thanks is also prayer. Uh, praise is considered a prayer. Be made for all men. All right. So let's talk about basically what prayer is, and even those of y'all who's smart, who think you know everything, uh, let's just re-learn some of this stuff, okay? Number one, (laughs) sitting with your eyes closed, emptying your your mind, which is a lot of New Age stuff, that's not prayer. Somebody say amen. What do they do politically correct when they want to have a moment of prayer or something, at a public place, what they say, moment of silence is not prayer. You're not know saying nothing. <laughs> and I, I, I want to push in on all this religious stuff that we've heard over the years. How many of y'all heard? Of, uh, I have an unspoken request. How can we pray for an unspoken request? That means you're not going to say it. Is it unspoken? Is it unwritten? Can you write it down? Or you want me to use the word knowledge or something? Because I can't pray for something I don't even know what we're praying about. People come up and pray. What you praying for? Just pray. (laughs) Right? Hey, can you go to the store for me? Yeah. What you need? Just just go to the store. Am I, am I going to the store? Guess what we getting, bro? Did you want some milk? You want eggs? What, what you need? Just it's unspoken. I can't go to the store for you, right? Okay. Unspoken moment of silence. That's some politically correct mumbo jumbo mess that ain't prayer at all. Somebody say amen. Who are we? What's the moment to say? Who are we even praying to? Public invocations. In your name we pray. Which name? Why do they leave it vague? Well, so we can be ecumenical and don't offend anyone. Now they ask me, Pastor Randy, They know I'm a gospel preacher. We preach the Bible. I'm not praying in, the na- in your name we pray somebody say amen. amen I think Dr. Rogers shared this a lot of stuff I, I don't share it because he hasn't shared it publicly but he you know he was the uh, chaplain for the Panthers you know uh, for many years and um, I went I went with, with him to some of those chapels and uh, one year in Charlotte Monday night football. Is that a big deal? Ask him to pray. They wanted him to pray before the game because he's a pastor. Yeah, but um, we need a typed-out copy of your prayer, and you can't pray in the name of one faith or the other. Okay? How many of y'all know he said never mind? You call a gospel preacher, we're going to pray in the name of Jesus. You call somebody Muslim, who they praying to? Allah, assalamualaikum, salaam, all that stuff, right? So moments of silence, all that stuff, that's, that ain't, that ain't, that's not praying. Somebody say amen. amen. Repeating words incoherently is not prayer, right? Crossing your legs and chanting a mantra is not prayer. I saw a movie not long ago. It was on, you know, we got cable and all those. I don't even know if it was on a real movie channel whatever. But Eat, Pray, and Love. You ever seen that one? Julia Roberts, Eat, Pray, and Love. Yeah. Oprah made the book real popular. She liked it. It's a feminist about a woman who her life was pretty good. And she just got dissatisfied with her husband even though they were living really well. And she divorced her husband and then, you know, tried to recover with this other fling, and that didn't work out. So she decided to just go travel the world. She's going to go through Italy, and, and she went to India, and that's what they call prayer. It's when she learned yoga. Yoga is not praying. Somebody say amen. All right. Saying chants, mantras, lighting candles. Learn. It's not prayer. Right? That's not biblical prayer. People call that prayer. So that's why I'm pushing in on this. Hello? All right. Because I I want everybody, even the new people, people that just came into Christ. I want you to understand what we what we're saying when we say pray. With biblical prayer. Somebody say amen. What else do they say when something happens? keep them in your thoughts thoughts and prayers thinking about somebody is not prayer i can keep winning Houston in my thoughts right now that's not going to help i'm not laughing i'm saying keeping somebody in your thoughts what does that do and so often i'm a part of prayer groups and stuff and or uh group chats and they say all of y'all who know how to pray pray and I know most of them people don't have any belief. I pray. A couple people that know how to pray, we pray, we get the results. And they thank everybody for praying. But everybody didn't get the results. Because some people were just having them in their thoughts. They didn't get no results. Some people prayed, they don't know the will of God, they don't know the word of God, they don't know their authority. They didn't get no results. Some people prayed, in the, if it be your will, God, they didn't get no results. Somebody say amen. amen. Keeping someone generally in your thoughts or on your mind is not prayer. Are y'all following me? <laughs> oh, and this is, the, this is the greatest one. A lot of not prayer happens a lot, Dwayne, in churches, especially where we come from. Deacons get down, and they go slow too, so that everybody knows. It is they turn to pray. Our Father, our Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's performance. That's not prayer. They're praying to perform in front of people. All right? So, you know, long time God men be up here praying. They be praying, you know, CNN and Fox News and Just saying all kind of stuff. No, that's not prayer. And the prayers wouldn't get off the ground. I was like, yo, can we get some women up here? But we trained our men how to pray. Now they praying now. Somebody say amen. We're going to fight that old Baptist deacon spirit. Somebody say amen. We're not going to have it up in here. (laughs) Amen. We're not having it. We're not having it. That's my deacon over there. We're not having it. He got to fight it. Like, Pastor, what I be fighting? I said, that old Baptist deacon spirit, that's what you be fighting. (laughs) Then we got a junior deacon. Y'all know Will, right? Will come over here. He young, but he old. All right? He come out that Baptist church, man. Baptist church right down the street. And I love Will. But we not going to have that Baptist deacon spirit over here. Somebody say amen. (laughs) I love Will. All right. So let's define prayer, all right? Prayer is communion and communication with God, period. Prayer is communion and communication with God. That's all it is. It's communion and communication with God. Now, me and my wife, you know, we talk all the time. Text, talk, call each other, talk, talk face-to-face, talk at home, talk at the dinner table, talk in bed, talk in the shower, talk. we always talking. We communicate. Now, and we spend time with each other all the time. Now, there are special times that we spend together, all right? You know, we go on date nights and stuff like that. We take getaways. Those are special times, all right? Of communication and communion, fellowship. Alright. Some people believe that their only time to pray should be formal times of prayer. Right? But you should have formal times to pray. Right? But also the Bible says in Philippians, we read it on the the radio this morning. Pray without ceasing. Right? So I don't wait till Fridays and Saturdays, day night, before we talk, communicate. we communicating all the time. We're talking all the time. We're praying all the time. I'm communicating with God all the time. Yeah? But then there are formal times we communicate with God. Like right now, 21-day fast. Like that's formal, right? We got formal times we're doing, coming up here at 5.30 on Tuesdays, right? Formal times. Somebody say, Pastor, can we do that every day? Absolutely not. Just Tuesdays, amen. All right, amen. So there are formal times that we pray, and you should have formal time. Like I should have time when it's just me and my wife, yes? All the wives said. All the husbands said. Right. All the future husbands said. All right. You should have time. that, That arose the relationship, man. You ain't took her out since 1999, all that stuff, right? So you need to have formal time, formal getaway, long periods, right? We do 24-hour prayer, right? Don't we do that? We're going to do it again before the end of the year, right? We should. But we, you know, we have formal times, but then there should be times when we just all day, all day. All day I'm communicating. I can't tell. I can't tell. You say, how many times do you pray a day, Pastor. You know, the Muslims play five times. Oh, I got them beat. I got, I got Muslims beat. I got Muslims beat. I can't tell you how many times I prayed in tongues today. I can't tell you how many times I prayed talking to God today. Today. I know 20, 30 times already. Pray without ceasing. Yeah? You can get there. Somebody say amen. All right. So, number one. We pray, we, we, we commune and communicate with God in order to intimately know, love, and worship him. So I'm spending time with my wife, not so she can do something for me, generally speaking. <laughs> Sometimes you want people to do stuff for you. Sometimes she's spending time with me because she want me to do stuff for her, right? But if the only time we spend time is to use each other. That's not a great relationship, right? Is that is that you know what I'm saying? Sometimes just you know, and she she gets on me sometimes. Can you just lay in the bed and watch a movie with me? Can you just do that? You know? <laughs> I'm always doing something. So Labor Day, I said, I'll just I'm just lay with you all day. I hate doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like. I could be doing something else. But she, you are doing something. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. She's right. Now, my wife is quiet, though. So she don't talk a lot and stuff. So then i will be falling asleep. Why you falling asleep? Baby, say something. So <laughs> no, watch you leave the beaver? <laughs> That's what we did Labor Day. That's about 20 episodes of leaving the beaver or something. And Paula Deen. Oh, I, you said don't tell anybody. She told me not to tell y'all. She watched his and I'm sorry. I blew that one. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do, you know. And, um, But, yeah, we should spend time with each other. So, to intimately know, love, and worship him. Number two, to understand and conform our lives to his will. So, one, one of the things that we pray for counseling, John Michael, is, What is it you want me to do, though? I'll think about it. No, I ask you to pray about it. Wink, wink. What does he want? Because sometimes, well, we we think about it and we don't want to do it. Right? But what does God want? So we spend time in prayer to find out what he wants. Now, y'all, in 2008, I was praying. If I'd have done what I wanted, you wouldn't even know me. Y'all wouldn't have no babies. Y'all wouldn't be married, like all the stuff. You wouldn't have your businesses, all that, all the stuff. That probably had to have a heart, heart, uh, right? Cause I did not want to come back to Houston. Did not. do I want to come back to Houston. We said and agreed. Did the pinky thing, like, baby. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back either. We just high fiving each other. Go back, nothing. Built the dream house out here. Ain't no forget Houston. Oh dude this thinking Houston did not am I lying never going back Gina this is the life this is the life Well apparently <laughs> God won didn't he So we pray to understand and conform conform right? What's that song, Cassie? Transform me. What is it? Take my heart, transform it. Take my will, conform it to yours. How does that happen? It's through prayer. Yeah, he'll change your mind, Jack. He will. If you pray, if you're a praying person, I'm going to think about it. You ain't doing nothing God told you to do. Because you're just thinking about it. I told people to pray about something. Well, we just figured. You didn't pray. What did God say? What did God say? And I asked some of y'all stuff. You don't know what God says. And you don't even know how to see God. That's why we're doing a month of prayer. We're going to teach you exactly how to see God, to know his will, exactly what to do. Not ambiguous. Well, just go pray and hear from God. We're going to tell you how to do it. And if you do it, be doers of the word. Now, here's only, you're going to start getting some answers. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, access and advance his kingdom in order to access and advance his kingdom in power and glory. And number four, to get your wants and needs met. Prayer. That's what, what it's for. To get your wants and and you're, anybody got some wants? Anybody got some needs? Let me see here. All right, so we're going to help you, okay? There are a lot of types of prayer. We talked about that. This is just for starters for the you guys that are just starting out, okay? Just to give you some framework on how to pray. Uh, write the word A-C-T-S down. Acts, A-C-T-S. This is modeled in the model prayer. The Lord, we call it the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer. All right, X, right? A stands for adoration. Always come to God first with adoration. My children, they know how to do this. Daddy, it's like you're losing weight. You really are coming down. What do you want? Sometimes they, they fool me. They sneak up. You, you think so? Yeah, that's really slimming, Dad. I'm, I'm doing it, ain't I? Yeah, adoration. <laughs> adoration. God likes to be adored. He likes to be, he likes to be praised. He likes to be worshiped. A C is confession. Hello? Don't come asking God for 20 things and you ain't got admitted to nothing. Hello? Will God forgive you? Sure did. Lord, I spent your tithes last week. Don't come. See, just tell him and be honest. He'll, he'll bail you out because I know you feel like I'm in the jam because I spent my time Right. He'll bail you out. God is gracious and merciful. He is. But just be honest. Confess your sins and stop making excuses. Stop blaming other people and other circumstances. Somebody say Amen. That's hard to get out of people. Even people I'm supposed to be discipling and mentoring. They won't admit to nothing. Uh, What? What What you mean, bro? I mean, I'll deal with that at work today. Like, bro, what you mean? I I just just told you. What? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to get some truth in the inward part. Somebody say amen. amen. And that confession before God, stand honest before him, because you know he's holy, right? Okay, so come. And I know some of y'all, the sin, it, it keeps you away from God. I, I, no, run to God, give forgiveness. Come boldly before the throne of justice. No, the throne of grace that we may obtain in the time of need. You you sin or something, don't run from God. That's the devil wants you to do. Run back to God and confess. Run back to your mentors too. Confess one, you know, confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed. T, it's Thanksgiving. Y'all, I'm going to tell you one more time grateful y'all and the Bible said the end times will be characterized by people that are unthankful I gotta keep reminding you that you get ready to die from COVID when you come in here to praise God every week I gotta remind you that God saw you through Hurricane Harvey and all that stuff every week that you almost got killed in the car crash every week? That you was laid up in the hospital, couldn't have babies every week? That you was getting ready to have heart surgery, but God brought you out every week. I got to remind you that. That's because you're not grateful. You come to the house of God, what you think you all be doing? Worshipping God for what he's done. Right? Be thankful. And then the S. What do you think the S is? Supplicate. Then ask for what you want. Ask for what you want, right? What should you do after you ask for what you want? Do T again. Thankful. Y'all, thankfulness is always in order. I don't care what's going on. Be you can be thankful for something. Somebody say amen. All right. How to get your prayers answered one-on-one. Ah, And then we're going to do some of this. I think we're going to, this is the first one. We're just going to stay right here. Number one, be specific and stand on God's promises. Now, this is for specifically the petition. We're going to do a little bit on intercession, those other kinds of prayers. But most people, when they're just learning how to pray, they really want, I mean, you know, this is the biggest thing. We want to know how to pray for something and get an answer, right? Okay, number one, be specific and stand on God's promises. Be specific and stand on God's promises. Do y'all know what be specific means? Okay, let me tell you what be specific means. Be specific means be specific. <laughs> so if you, don't just pray, ask God for a car. Can I tell you something? There's not a car on this planet that impresses God. He not, man, I got to give me one of them. He's not up there talking about, I got to give me a Bugatti. God got technology we ain't even thought about. Do you understand what I'm saying? He don't care what kind of car you drive. He really don't. I'm a living witness. God does not care what kind of car you drive. We have those hangups because we have made idols out of things. And we've given them too much importance. Oh, I got your attention. I'm not gonna ask God for that because God just, you know, if he'll just give me. <laughs> you know that stupid stuff we said in the Baptist Church, mom? Just, just any place in your kingdom. No, I don't want to just be any place. Somebody might be on toilet duty or something. I don't know. Not that they're gonna to have toilets in heaven, but I'm just saying, y'all. You know what I mean? No, just any you remember Hezekiah Walker? Any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Cassie, ain't you glad you didn't pray that? Could have have front five missing? Walk with a Anyway, you bless me, Lord. That's a lie. Why do we sing that stuff? I'm not going to be satisfied. Anyway, a waiter brings you some food, you're going to be satisfied. Nah, bro, I said, well done. Not medium well, right? Food is going back. Now, any way you serve me, I'll be satisfied, right? So why do we do that with God? Keep saying that if you want to, and that's what you're going to keep getting. (laughs) So what I say, first thing at first, to get answers from God. What I say first? Be specific. What do you want? Hello? Come on, women. You want them tall, dark, and handsome? You want them short, kind of dumb, being bright? What you want? What kind of house you want? You want a condo? You want a townhome? You want... You know, a lot of y'all got town. Ain't got to cut no grass. Nice. You want big ranch house? You want acres? You want two-story? You wanna be on the lake? No, I don't wanna be near no water. I wanna be in the city. I wanna be downtown. Where do you wanna be? I wanna be in the museum district. You gotta be, God, just give me a house. <laughs> you see some of these houses? You better, you better be specific. All right? Because you're talking to your Heavenly Father. So, y'all, there are times, I'm feeling embarrassed to socks off of you. I had $1,000 in Houston, in Charlotte she, when she went with me last time. I said, Nisa, come on, you can buy whatever you want. I just don't want nice. Do you want anything? I just really don't want anything. Y'all think that's cute? Oh, oh, so she didn't get nothing hardly, though. She could have got $1,000 stuff. Now, she got, what did you get, a purse? Nice purse. It was a nice purse. Pretty. She thought it was expensive. Was Michael Kors? Yeah, she got a nice Michael I said, babe, let's go get some. Money. No, I just want to go eat and go home. So that's what she wanted. I didn't care what she got. I wouldn't have cared. What she got? $300 shoes? That what you want? I get it for you. Y'all, God is like that. God's like that. But a lot of times, it be us. I'm not going to ask God for stuff. Like, like, real religious people, they say stupid stuff like that. I'm not going to bother God with that those things. Uh, I don't feel like I should ask him. for Why not? He's your heavenly father. Did you have any filter when you was asking your mom and dad for stuff? No, not generally speaking. Most people not like my daughter, right? I just don't want you to spend all that money. I want to spend it babe. that's what she says. <laughs> but, y'all, you, God don't care. He don't care whether you drive a Focus or a Ben's Mercedes. He don't. As a matter of fact, I think he'd rather you drive a Benz, Mercedes if that's what you want because it's going to bring him more glory, perhaps, depending on how you handle it, right? Okay. So that's what I'm saying, y'all. It don't matter. Like, there's no house that impresses God. Do you understand that? There ain't no house like hey, man, we need one of them up here. (laughs) No, y'all. In his house, there are many mansions. And it's one house. There are multiple. You see what I'm saying? So y'all, this, all I'm trying to tell y'all is, y'all, we can't overwhelm God with a request. So, James, if you wanted a plane, and meditated on the word enough, and developed your faith for a plane, and was dedicated to using the plane at some point for 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 the body of Christ and the ministry. God would give you a plane? Do y'all believe that? See, we don't believe that. We don't believe that. Cassie's the only one who believed that. And she came from KCC, Lord have mercy. She's the only one win the Bible, Chris. Her and Cameron, and they both came from KCC. I said, I'm not as good a teacher as Pastor Rogers, I guess. Y'all, how many of y'all believe that? Charles Caps was a farmer. That's what he was. He got the he got the principles of faith. You know he got a plane. He believed God for a plane. And he got one. And he started preaching the gospel all over. And then sometimes he fly in and then he just, you know, he worked his farm, buy farmland. He was a farmer. Y'all ever heard him teach? Oh, he was country. Looking like a monkey in a new tree. Like, he's a farmer. That's what he was. Somebody told Kenneth kind of "Say, what do what 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 do a farmer need a plane for?" He said, "Depend on what he doing on, on the weekend. <laughs> he flying around preaching." Y'all, God is not. Can, can I tell you, God is not impressed by the iPhone X or something. He not impressed by the new Xbox. Whatever thing just came out. God, y'all, y'all do you understand all the technology and knowledge come from God in the first place? Do you understand that stuff that he have reserved for himself that man will never be able to do? So he said, command you me according to my works. That's what he said. He don't care. Somebody say amen. So be specific. Everybody say be specific. Everybody say be specific. Step number one to receive an answer prayer is to decide what you want from God. Find what Decide what you want from God. Go to uh, Mark 11, 24. I'm cutting this off in five minutes, no matter where I'm at. Mark 11, 24. What does it say? What does it say? John Mark, I want you to read this. I know I'm pushing on some stuff in you. What does it say? Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever, who? You desire this is Jesus talking. Is Jesus a liar? No. Whatsoever things who? How many of y'all got a problem with that? That's just what this is making people materialistic. Okay. Do you need material? Did you drive over here in air or did was it material? Michael, did you read that? Come on, help us read it. Whatsoever thing, come on, read that line. Whatsoever things you desire, see. He didn't say attributes and godliness, and you should desire some of that, right? There's another scripture for that, but this is talking about what? T h i n g s. Anybody want some things? Anybody needs some things? Right. Whatever things you desire. Where does the desire come from? Well, God. you Delight yourself in the Lord. He gives you desires to your heart. True. But that's, that's not what he said here. He said whatever things you desire. You know what this came out of? This came out of the fact that Jesus was hungry and he wanted some figs. Yeah? That's what he desired at the time. So he went to you know, the fig fast food place and wanted number two figs and it wasn't no figs there. That's what he desired. So he cursed the fig tree. And then there were amazes the next day when the fig tree was not there anymore. It was withered up. And he said, I can show you how to do this. Whatsoever things you desire, right? He said, whosoever should send to the mountain. Listen, 23. But then he said, therefore I send to you, this is talking about prayer. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, here's what we're going to say, and this, you know, people say this don't work for me. Ken Hagel always say, yeah, it don't work for stupid people. Okay? We're not going to be stupid, right? So I desire the other man's wife, right? So we, we know that it's always in keeping with the word. Right? Right? So the best thing to do is find you a biblical promise that promise you the thing that you're desiring, Right? Okay. So step number one to receive and answer prayer, decide what you want from God. And I'm taking this is from Ken Hagen's seven steps to uh, receive and answer prayer. Um, step number one decide what you want from God and find the scripture or scriptures that definitely promise you these things so one problem is we we're, we're indefinite when we pray how many of us sometimes we just pray what are we praying father just thank you and just bless everybody in the world and bless us bless my children and bless me and bless. Bless our church, Lord. Just bless, bless, bless Pastor Ronnie. Bless him. Bless him. And just, Lord, just thank you and thank you and bless and bless in Jesus' name. What did you pray for? And how will you know if you got it? Can you know if God answered that prayer or not? You can't mark that down as an answer to nothing. Yo, what is that? That's religious motion that doesn't do anything. How many of y'all ever pray like that? Let me see. Stop that. That's an unanswerable prayer. God can't do nothing with that. What kind of blessing? What? what what? (laughs) Am I messing with your head? All right. I love this quote. This is what he says. He said, I would rather folks pray two or three minutes and know what they're praying about than to pray for two or three hours and not know what they're praying for. He said, you'll be more effective praying two or three minutes, knowing what you're praying about, than praying two or three hours and not knowing what you're believing for. So let's get accurate. Somebody say amen. Once you figure out what you're praying for, find scriptures that back up what you're praying for. Y'all, there's there's a scripture that almost covers everything. Do you know that? I showed y'all one time. How many of y'all have your feet swell and stuff? Your feet swell. Let me see here. Feet ever swell. My mama the only one got feet to swell. Okay. Do you know there's a scripture in the Bible about swelling feet? Did you know that? Did, did not know that. That condition is called what? Edema, right? Yeah. Do you know the Bible talked about Jesus healing the man with edema? The Bible called it dropsy. In ancient times, it was called dropsy. Where the, the blood vessels, the water would come out and land in the, the, what you call it, mama? What's the term? The outer part of your, you know, you always talk about it. Peripheral, what they call it, though? And you go to those specialists when your legs swell. Lymphatic, your lymphatic system. There's a scripture. In the Old Testament, It said when they were walking in the wilderness, God didn't let their feet swell. Find scriptures that promise you what you're believing for. Meditate on those scriptures. Hello? And then stand on those scriptures. That means when there's something else going on that's contradictory. You stand on the scripture. Kennedy tells a story about one time uh, he was a young preacher, just started preaching. God had healed him of several heart conditions, like five heart conditions. He was supposed to die before he was 17 years old. God raised him up off the deathbed, and uh, he went to hell several times, gave his life to Christ, died, went to heaven several times. <laughs> but God raised him up, and he began preaching. When he was a teenager, at one point he was preaching. He woke up one day and the right side of his face went numb and fell. He had it was Bell's palsy, and he said he would smile, and his face would go his smile would go all the way halfway up to his ears, and then this part of his face would be down. So he said he knew of a service. The pastor was having a service. I think it was a Methodist church. They believed in prayer. They believed in healing. So. <clears throat> At the end, uh, the pastor was hurting up, and he said, well, does anybody need prayer? He said, I need prayer, and he came down. He said, I don't even know what the what the man prayed. He said, I was waiting for him to say amen, because it was the prayer of agreement. And he said, I knew I had my healer. So he got up. According to the word of God, Isaiah 53 and 5, he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquity, chastised my pieces upon him. With his stripes, we are healed. So he got him and said, thank you, God, I'm healed. Thank you, God, I'm healed. He starts shouting around. Thank you, God, I'm healed. I'm healed. So he walked out. His friends, they were teenagers uh, in the church, you know, with him. And they, he was walking, a bunch of them, they were walking home. And he say, they say, uh, Ken Hagen, uh, you, you, think, you think you were healed when the man prayed for you? He said, yeah, I'm, I'm healed. He said, what makes you think you're healed? Your face is still the same. It's still the same. He said, I'm healed because the word of God says I'm healed. Amen. Hello? I'm healed because the word of God says I'm healed. They kept walking. A couple of them, you know, went to their own houses, walking along. And uh, he got to this other girl's house, and they were friends, and uh, he went in with his, with her mom. He said, "Kid, Hagan... Kenner keeps talking about the, the, the preacher healed him. What make him think he healed? You know, he's not healed. Look at his face. Do you think he's healed, mom? She said, well, you know, he had them heart conditions. He was supposed to die a long time ago. He might know a little something more than we know. He said, I'm healed because the word of God says I'm healed. He said in 30 minutes, his face normalized. Somebody say amen. So here it is. Be specific. Know the word of God. Look up the word of God. And then what was the last part? Stand. That's the part. See? That's the part. Don't look at circumstances to tell you if you got what God said you got. (laughs) Because it might not look like you got what God already said you got. I'm going to tell you what. One of the strongest women of faith that I know is Regina. She stood on things that, that when, I, when I stopped standing. I remember about that house, you know. You remember, Regina? You said, Well, God said we got that house. That house is ours. I would never say that. I wasn't talking like that. She said, No, that house was ours. And you remember you said that? <laughs> she kept saying it even after we lost the house. That house is ours. Didn't make no sense. I know that house is ours. God said that house is ours. After we unpacking the boxes that we had packed up, putting the curtains back up. (laughs) Yeah? Stand on the word. Stand on it. You know where she waking up at every morning? In that house. Four banks turned us down. Four, right? Four banks turned us down. You know we wake up every day, Natalie? In that house. So once you decide what you want, get the scripture, meditate on that scripture, stand on that scripture. It's so because God said it so. Not because it looked like it. yet. Yeah. What it looks like is going to catch up with what God already said. God said it so. Somebody say amen. How do you know he said it so? Because it's in the word. It's in the word. Somebody say amen. <laughs> oh, can I go just a little further? He said he was preaching in Houston one time, and this guy, uh, p- pastor friend of him, said, uh, hey amen, I want you to agree with me that my blood pressure comes down. Right? Matthew 18, 19 says, this is the prayer of agreement, that if two of you agree on earth as touching anything, they should ask, it should be done of my Father which is in heaven. Is that true or not? Okay. Now, he said a preacher friend uh, testified that he had agreed with Ken Hagen and had gone home feeling terrible because his blood pressure even got higher than usual. And the devil kept telling him he wasn't going to get his healing. The devil ever told you something like that? Has it ever gotten worse after he prayed? Now, he did what many of us don't do. See, we know the word, we pray, it got, but it got worse. Did it ever get worse? Sure did. But every time the devil bothered him, he would say, It is written. And he would quote the scripture. <laughs> he kept confessing that the two shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done of them by, the, by my father. Matthew 18, 19. He kept quoting it. He said after he stood his ground like that for three nights, all the symptoms left, and he won the victory. The Bible says fight the good fight of, if it wasn't a fight to faith, why would he tell us to fight it? Somebody say amen. All right. So tonight, Tamisa, where's the box? You got it? Why don't you bring that box up here? So that box is going to be here Uh, Each night, each time we come to church, we'll find a place to put it. And um, I want you to be very specific, okay? So you're going to get an index card. I want you to write one specific request down, all right, at a time. We're going to spend some time tonight. You can just put it down. We're going to spend some time tonight helping you find scriptures for what you're believing for. All right? And we're going to teach you how to stand and believe for what you're believing for. Now, if you have a phone, once you write the request down, take a picture of it. But I want you to leave the request in the box. Okay? You can write your name on it. You can do it anonymously, however you want to do it, Um, but I want you to write down your request, and then I want you to find some scriptures. We're going to find some scriptures tonight. We got some wordsmiths in here. We're going to help you find some scriptures, right? You don't have to tell us exactly what it is unless you want to, but we're going to just talk categories, and we're going to find scriptures, Right? We're going to find scriptures that promise you whatever it is that you believe. Yeah, just give give them a stack and let them pass down so we can hurry. Amen. Was this good tonight? All right. It's a refresher for some and new information for other people. A lot of stuff we believe, y'all, that's religious, didn't come from God. It's just people making up stuff. We talked about the blessing on Sunday. You know, Dr. Rogers listened to that message. He said, man, that's one of the greatest revelations on the blessing I ever heard. But it's all in the Bible, right? If the blessing does its job, it's supposed to make you what? So don't write no God, just bless me and let it be well and let things go good. Like, God God can't answer that prayer. Be very specific. What is it? And start with a need. What is at the top of your prayer quest that you can share? Amen. You know, you got hemorrhage or something. Want God. Just, you know, don't put that down, probably. That's probably private or something. If you got a wife or husband, maybe they can touch agree with you, something like that. Your mama or something. <laughs> my mama touch agree with anything physical like that. You can just tell her anything. You know, she just she medical. It don't bother her. Yeah. You know? Mama, is fungus growing between my big toe and my all right now. just okay. It's called fungi, and all you gotta do. <laughs> Let's take a minute and write some prayer requests down. Do you have a request? You don't have to ask for it if you don't want to. God's available. He's available. He's available. Praise God. What are you believing for? Now, I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't sit there with a bunch of knees and don't write nothing down. Because it's going in that box, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be praying over the prayer requests in that box every time I come to church for this month. Amen. We meet corporately. We're going to pray. Sometimes I just lay my hands on the box. Sometimes i will take prayer requests out and pray over. So whatever you need, amen. We know how to get prayers answered. Whatever you need from the Lord, be specific. All right? Anybody want to call out what your category is? We can help you with some scriptures. Good. Weight loss. Anybody know a scripture for weight loss? Romans 12 and 1. Present your body. I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, present your bodies. Live and sacrifice. Give me another scripture. What about First Corinthians six eighteen? Is that a good one? Come on, Cassie. You the walking Bible around here. Is that right? <laughs> Let me see. First Corinthians six eighteen. Thirteen. You start at thirteen. <laughs> That's one of the things God told me. Food is for the stomach. The stomach is for food. Yeah, I said I know God. No, food for the stomach. Stomach for food. What you mean? Pringles is not food. It don't go in your body. I didn't create Pringles. Is there a Pringles tree? Where can you get Pringles at? Where do Pringles grow? He said, food is for the body. All this processed bologna, you know, spam, that's not food. Chicken nugget. Can we do a biopsy on that? (laughs) What is in a nugget? You ever open a nugget? What the heck is in a nugget? Huh? Twix, Snickers. Where is the Snicker tree? That's not fool, y'all. It's just not. That's what the Lord was telling me. All right. 6.13. All right. Look at 15. 15. Know ye not that your bodies are members of Christ, right? So 19. What? Well, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, Right? You're not your own; you're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Amen. I think He gets glory the more the more pounds we lose. Somebody say, "Amen." All right. Anybody else? Category. What, who's who talking? I heard something in the corner. huh right. what? Marriage. marriage. We got a, we got a scripture for marriage. Genesis 2.18, ooh, she called it out. You know your scripture. What you believing on, what does Genesis 2.18 say? Okay. I like um, 1 Corinthians 72. Let every woman have her own husband. All the married wives said, yeah, (laughs) have your own husband. This is mine nachos, got the nacho husband, nachos. This is mine. All right. Anybody else got another marriage scripture? Ephesians five thirty three. What does that say? What would it say? Y'all holding it up? What does it say? Yeah. All right, good. It's one in Proverbs. Anybody call out? twenty does it say? I know you know all them scriptures, girl. Don't get self conscious cause I be saying you walk less of Go on, call it out. what does it say? What does Proverbs eighteen twenty two say? There you go. That's that's your one right there. Who so find the wife find a good thing? You ain't got to look for no husband, baby. You tell him to come looking for me in the name of Jesus. Anybody else? Come on, let's go. Like, I'm only going to call out like two or three more, so come on. Anybody else? Money, money what? What about money? <laughs> what you need money? What? Go. Uh, business gross a million dollars. Business gross a million dollars, specifically. So... What scripture we I mean first first thing I think of is Deuteronomy eight eighteen. Deuteronomy eight eighteen. What else? What about the scripture that, that we read on Sunday? The blessing of the Lord. What? Where is that at? Proverbs ten twenty-two. As no sorrow. Anything else? Luke six thirty eight. Matthew six thirty three. Psalms 1, 12, and 3. Wealth and riches. Is that the wealth and riches? Yeah. Now leave you house, Y'all, you take these scriptures, meditate on these scriptures, pray these scriptures back. But it ain't working, pastor. That's why it ain't working. Kenneth Hagin Hagan stood on it, right? I stood on some stuff. My wife stood on stuff. Y'all, we still standing on, on the word of God. Anything else? Come on. New beginnings. What? Somebody talk to me about new beginnings. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Genesis chapter eight. <laughs> That's when Noah and them got out the boat. New beginnings. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Genesis one and one. I don't know. It might be yours. What does it say? There you go. There's, there you go. That's a good one. Y'all see how we doing this? You find scriptures to go with what you're doing, man. And then you got solid ground for what you're praying for. Now, I'm going to tell you, Fred Price say after he learned faith, he never prayed a prayer that he didn't get answered. And, and he say, no, it's not a legitimate answer. All that wait and know. no. No, because that's not what the Bible teaches. Now, I can't say that. <laughs> I don't pray for it, I didn't get answered. Even after I learned the word of faith and all that. But I learned what I was doing wrong, Right? And sometimes you're praying for something specifically that's tampering with something else that you pray for. Like, so we prayed for the house, but then we kept praying for the water not to come in during the flood. But it was the water that came into the house that made us eligible for this executive order grant from Donald Trump. That's why I like Donald Trump right there, Yeah, you know? He wrote executive order. And I got my house with no money down $400,000. So I'm praying for the water not to come in. God didn't answer that prayer. He didn't. And we was praying, weren't we? My son stayed up all night praying. I went to sleep. And it started coming up the stairs. He said, We ain't going to come to the second stair. He came to the second stair. We ain't going to come to the third stair. (laughs) Still praying. God God was cool with that cuz he knew what he was doing. Yes. So Martha wanted Jesus to come and heal Lazarus. Jesus didn't answer that prayer, but he did something greater. He raised him from the dead. So it's always going to be it's always going to be bigger and better. It's always going to be bigger and better, and he's going to answer it. But he's gonna answer bigger and better. Hello, trying to say that house? No, bro, I'm getting you ready for your dream house. Ain't that what you pray for? Now, which one you want? <laughs> you want the house you in? You want the dream house? People didn't understand my family. Why God let this happen to us? Well, <laughs> but ultimately, did he answer our prayer? In big fashion now to him is able to do exceedingly abundantly exceedingly abundantly right anybody else one more for what mark ten nine what you just calling on scriptures or marriage mark mark ten nine okay mark ten nine for you and all you single people all right any other category before we go one more Common favor on the job. Uncommon favor on the job. Anybody? Why are you calling out categories and you already know you've <laughs> Luke 252? <laughs> Anybody else got another one? I'm trying to think. Hold on, I got one. Got to make sure what it is. Come on, you ain't got no Bible skills in here. Proverbs 3 and 4, let's go. I thought we was helping each other out. Proverbs 3 and 4. Thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. I love that. What about Luke chapter 2? It's somewhere in Luke. No, it's coming out. That's a good one. Whoever called that one out. Oh, hold on, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Luke 252. And Jesus increased in wisdom. Is that what you is that what you call out? Oh, okay. Psalms five twelve. What does it say? There you go. Hallelujah. You see how this work, y'all? And y'all stand on that word. I don't care what's going on. And that's how we pray, right? That's how we pray. And we continue to pray over those things. And once we pray, now I'm going to tell you, now what the real, the, the people that get great results, this is what Smith Wigglesworth said. Are y'all ready? Tamisi, he said, if you pray six times for something, asking God to do it, he said you pray five times in unbelief. Right? We gonna keep. You gonna keep asking God for the same thing? I thought he said, whatsoever things you desire. When you pray, to do what? Believe you receive it. So how many times you got to believe you receive? One time. So what should our prayer turn into? Praise. We're not praying, we're praising God for the answer. And being thankful, right? Cuz we are we know we got it. Amen. Just keep praising them for it until it manifests. Because the word of God said, now, when the devil tell you you don't have it, what do you say? It is written. It is written. I grow in favor with God and men. Right? It is written. Blood pressure still ain't came down. Your uh, diabetes numbers are still up. It is written. What? As you take your medicine. Right? Because that, you know, your faith ain't working, you can go ahead and die, right? So as you take your medicine, did, do you hear me tell anybody stop taking their medicine? I ain't say stop, stop taking your medicine, now, because we're not doctors over here. Somebody say amen. All right. But as after you take your medicine, before you take medicine, whatever, it is written what? By his stripes. We're here. Okay? All right, y'all. Are y'all ready? Give them the medicational music. We're going to pray. <laughs> and, y'all, we gonna, it ain't all about the country and Joe Biden and all that stuff tonight. We do it. We pray for them all the time. We're going to pray for you. Pray for your prayer requests.